everybody and welcome back to the Pumba podcast thanks for joining us today to all returning listeners we're glad to have you back for another one and if you're new welcome to the show i'm gold rare Pumba, one of the hosts of this show i'm joined by the talented greasy grunge papa and sandwich all co-hosts doing the Pumba podcast together first things first if you want to stay updated about the show it helps us if you follow, like, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening on. We're all over the internet. Or you can follow us on our social media page, at Pumba Podcast on Twitter. We always make sure to post when a new episode goes up, as well as updates about the show. We want to encourage all fans, old and new, to reach out to the show at goldrarepumba at gmail.com. That's an email. You can submit questions, feedback. If you want to incorporate some sort of fan idea, get a shout-out, hit us up there. Right now, we're still taking uh, different suggestions in for a Breakfast Hogs. That's a Monday morning special that we do once a month. We're taking fan ideas, questions, and we're going to build a whole episode around that, so feel free to participate in that. And lastly, we do have a Patreon dedicated to increasing the quality of the show, the equipment, that kind of stuff. Feel free to hit us up at Puma Podcast on that as well. Big things have been happening in the world around us. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I was on the edge of my seat last night for these, uh, probably one of the greatest pieces of media I've ever consumed and of course, I'm talking about the Jake Paul fight last night. I know, I know, Papa had put down, I think, two hundred dollars pay per view just to watch this amazing he fight. Bet, he bet all his Bitcoin on Jake Paul, and boy, <laughs> boy, is he yeah, is he boy, did it swimming. pay off. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how much of our audience is aware of the Paul brothers or the Jake Paul fight. We were talking about last night, uh, post fight, you know. They had a live stream going on YouTube, and I like clicked on it. I was like, like three hours of other fights building up to this big Jake Paul fight, and the uh, after hours of build up, all this publicity, everything, it was uh, one punch. Literally, Jake Paul threw one punch. The ref called it thirty seconds into the match. That was it. I the ref called it. it. It wasn't like a like a, an actual like knockout or no, anything. No, it punched. The guy no. stumbled a little, and the ref said, "All right, that's it. Jake Paul wins." That's, That's insane. That's it was. Wow. We were, we shared some clips last night. It was pretty crazy. Like I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was insane. Because clips, he, I think you mean the entire fight. <laughs> yeah, it was literally thirty seconds. He threw. So the punch looked pretty. It looked. I don't know. It looked like a decent punch. It was it a, yeah, like, like it knocked the guy. Now keep in mind, this guy's like an MMA fighter, and like he's taken like a lot of beatings before. And there's video footage of him getting like roundhouse kicked in the face 50 times and then still coming back and winning the fight he takes one blow from jake paul the ref has to call it to save his life that's how <laughs> oh my word that's how powerful he, like wow. he did fall he did fall but he got like he fell and then immediately stood back up with right. like, you know when you when, half when a you, second when you, when you get punched and you and you fall over as as one would do well, and you, know, and you know, ref, this this ref, you know, very old man, you know, you know, a true, you know, pro at his sport. I imagine, you know, he called it because that guy he couldn't take anymore. You know, his life was on the line. And then half an hour later, you see him walking out, a big grin on his face, and a probably a Scrooge McDuck sized bag of money in his back pocket. Yeah, his his wow. pants sagging, weighed down with the coin of a thousand worlds. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Of course, I like Papa was talking about it yesterday, and I didn't really care until I opened up Twitter today, and just people are just absolutely reaming the fight. They're like, you know, it's so obvious how fake it is, and I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I I don't know. I I've come to expect nothing more. Right. 
appalls. Yeah, I, I don't know why I, I don't know why I expected anything. I don't know if people did expect anything. I mean, I know a lot of people were excited. A lot of people paid money. You know, the hype was there. And do you think people are? Do you think people are watching just to like fingers crossed that someone like I don't know decapitates Jake Paul? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I feel like that's the gimmick. Like yeah. everyone's showing up to either. He must. I mean, he obviously has fans. Some of the fans are supporting him, and the other half of the people are showing up to watch him like die. Yeah, it's a win-win. But, but as soon as he loses one fight, like that's the end that's of it. the that's gimmick, over. right? Yeah. So he, he, I feel like he has to win to keep the money train going. Yeah, it's what we call in the business a money-money situation. People want to see him get beat up, and the kids want to see him win. No matter what, he's getting the money-money. So a true genius. So- how did the what's his face feel? The other fighter. How did he feel about how it went? Rich. He, he, he. I mean, like he said, he had the big grin on his face walking. Oh, out. I thought. Yeah. I thought it was like the ref. He was like, oh, ha, ha, called it. Woohoo. No, no, no. The <laughs> fighter. The fighter's walking out. Yo, literally, uh, big grin care. on his face. You know, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a good fight. Did all I could. You just, you just got me in the end. You know, he was the better fighter anyway. Uh, time to go. Uh, you know, swim in my pool made of cash. Anyway, does anyone know the uh, nearest is... Wells Fargo need to uh, make a pause? <laughs> I don't know if this is real, but I think he said in an interview that the money he got paid for the fight was more than he made in his entire UFC career. Wow. How, how do you not take that? Like, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, millions of dollars just to take a punch from a some internet sensation. From a YouTuber? Yeah. It's nuts. I, I do that any yeah. day of the week. Yeah, it's crazy. Insane. It's well, just... it depends on the YouTuber. Would you, would you let uh, <laughs> this is this is throwing it back to YouTube, the the, uh, the annals of YouTube history? But would you let Fred punch you for I don't know a thousand dollars? Yes. Ooh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Thousand bucks. I'll let uh, I'll let the annoying orange break one of my fingers for a thousand dollars. Wow. Money. I'd wow. let Charlie bite off my whole finger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enough of that. Anyway, I, I just I feel like if the fight was really going to be staged, they would have tried harder. But no, Jake wow. Paul, so powerful. One punch is all it takes, dude. I uh, I, I just I, one punch man. Yeah. I just watched the the clip myself. Um, for uh, admittedly for the first time, um, I'm in a little bit of disbelief actually. Like, it was a solid punch. Yeah, it, it knocked him down. He gets back up with his fists up. He's like ready to go. Yeah, and and the ref's like, no, no, please. Spare him, Jake Paul. Please, he can't take anymore. <laughs> That's this a, man has a family. He's literally like, like having to like, like he's like hugging the dude. His name's Ben, yeah. and like putting his arm out against Jake. Like, please, no, my son. Yeah, my it's boy. it's insane. I, you know what? I he's like, he's like the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future, asking Scrooge to spare <laughs> Cratchit, Bob Cratchit. Like, no, he's a family. Think of the children. It's nuts. Yeah. But they look at, I mean, think of the, think of the other side. It's like now all the Jake Paul fans are going to be like, yo, Jake Paul's so strong. He took out an you know, MAA fighter. One punch, baby. All it took, man. That's how great he is. Um, anyway, that was just, uh, what, what a, what a, what a time to be alive. Am I right? Yeah, I guess. There was like a For reference. I, I, I tried to look it up real quick. They were saying that he made like $500,000 was like the base <laughs> salary. For for Ben, uh, then Jake made like seven hundred thousand. That was I think there's more. That's just like how much they got paid to do the fight, but I think there's a lot more money. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the video right now for the first time. I mean, 
Yeah, it really doesn't look like that other fighter put up much of an argument when it was called. Yeah, he's kind of just like, oh, okay, okay, whatever. He's like, all right, I guess that's it. He has, like, thanks, the adre- thanks for saving my life, ref. Yeah, he has like the adrenaline of the punch hit. Oh, also, this ref is so old. He's so old. Like, I feel like he had to stop the fight because his heart couldn't take it. He looks <laughs> like... Please, he looks I'm, like, I'm winded after that one. He looks like Peter Bora. He looks like Raymond's dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, everyone go look it up. It's quite quite a wild <laughs> ride. Trust me, it'll take you no time at all to watch the clip. No time out of your day. You, you, you can watch it at work. The clip? That's it. the full fight. What are you talking about? Uh, I, that, yes, exactly. <laughs> all right, enough of that. Okay, today's episode, we got some, uh, we got some great storytelling that's going to happen. You know, there's been a lot of talk. I get a lot of emails complaining that we need, you know, everyone's beloved on the cast. You know, absolutely no hate towards anyone whatsoever. I I, I do get a lot of requests for more sandwich. Oh, oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! What have we done? What have we done? A lot. Everyone's always like, we need more sandwich. So this is like the watch till the end teaser. We'll be we'll, we'll be doing a sandwich storytelling session, but before that, you know, we gotta hand it over to an old storytelling pro, uh, Mister Grease himself. Oh, why? Why? Thank you, thank you. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, hello, everyone. It's uh, your fellow greasy, greasy man. Um, I have a bit of a story to tell. Uh, last month, my family. Wait, real, went... real quick. I, I need to know how to prepare myself for the, for this story. Like, is it going to be like a, a spookums kind of tale? Do I need to like? Um, I would suggest you get yourself a glass of milk if possible. Oh wow! All right. Yes. Oh, and by, no. by the way, I don't think any of us have heard this story. This happened a while ago, and I remember you just saying like, "You're going to want to hear this on the cast." And I was like, "All right." Yes. Yes. If uh, if if you saw my tweets from a month ago, um. It kind of alluded to what the theme is going to be about. So, uh, yes, about a month ago, my family went on a vacation to Bodega Bay. Um, if you've never heard of it, I'm not too surprised because I hadn't either. It's just kind of a, a nice little uh, getaway spot. The weather was fantastic. We got a nice uh, Airbnb. Um, it was a super cute little place, literally like on the tip of a mountain. Yeah, it was I, very scary driving up there. I do think the one tidbit about Bodega Bay is... I. And I'm going to sound like an idiot if I'm wrong. I think that's where the part of the movie The Birds was filmed. Like the big famous church scene near the end of the film. I haven't seen The Birds in a long time. Garage probably knows what I'm talking about. Alfred Hitchcock, classic horror film. I mean, I, I know the film. I have no idea where they shot it. I, I, you know, I, I'm confident. I think... I think I heard that as well. I think yeah, you might be you might be right there. And if not, then we're all wrong together. Yeah, look it up. Um, yes, but uh, so we took a little family vacation. Uh, it was my mom, my dad, my two younger brothers, my girlfriend, and uh, my brother's uh, girlfriend. The, the the one that's not the youngest, but the one who's right below me. Uh, he goes by the name of Fish online. So. Fish has been wanting to set up this event, not the vacation, but something to do with the whole family, called the Hot Ones Challenge. Has everyone, anyone, uh, anyone heard of that? Uh, my, my yeah. goodness! I'm, I'm assuming oh. this is alluding to. This is where the milk comes in. Yes, I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Gotcha. Is this alluding to like Hot Ones, the popular internet show? Absolutely. Eat yep. Spicy wing. <laughs> uh huh. Spicy wing challenge. Right. Okay. 
so he got like the hot sauce set all 10 of the hot sauces and he's been wanting to do this with the whole family um where you know we make a bunch of wings and you, you so so oh, so for those of you who don't know the premise of hot ones is this guy he has this youtube series where he invites people on um and they eat a hot wing and while they're eating the hot wing he asks them just kind of a a, a little bit of, of a personal but a basic like interview question like you're right. just asking someone about like their life what do they do something that they've had to overcome it's quite literally and, a spicy interview both question and the meat yes yes and each wing uh it goes up in spiciness and they have like a certain way of like uh gauging the spiciness forget the, the term for it scoville that's it yeah that's it I've only seen one episode, and it was the Gordon Ramsay one, and it had me <laughs> dying of laughter. It was amazing. Yeah, I would highly celebs on there. Yeah, they, they got like uh, Billy uh, Eilish. They yeah, got... They, they they got like Terry Crews. They get they get anyone that at this point the show is so big they can get pretty much anyone they want to. I think. Yeah, yes, I think the I mean they got they got there. they got Gordon. Yeah, they got Gordon Ramsay. Like uh, that's pretty incredible. So my brothers and one to throw throw together this event for all of us to participate in. Um, so that's what we did on this vacation. It was my last night there. I had to drive back the next day and the whole day had been full of relaxing uh, walks on the beach, um, eating amazing seafood, checking out the local, uh, shops. Everything was very, uh, social distancing friendly. Um, every place they required to require, had some hand sanitizer like at the door and you had to put some on in order into the shop. It was very nice, very safe, and very relaxing, all things considered. And the food was amazing. The seafood, best seafood, some of the best seafood I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Um, now, now, did you know that you were going to be doing this later in the day? Or, like, and, and did that affect how you planned what you were going to eat throughout the day? Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't stuff myself because I knew I'd be eating, well, you know, in theory, I'd be eating 10 hot wings at the end of the evening. Yeah. Which, you know, 10 hot wings, I can kind of pound down no problem. So I wasn't too worried about that. I, I enjoyed the food that I ate, and I ate until I was content. See, because uh, I and what's, what's interesting is I, I don't mean to interrupt, but no, I, no, no, no. I distinctly remember some uh, a, a video that I saw a while back. It might have been you in the chin, or um, or 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 B Nelly, perhaps. But you went to I think you went to like a Buffalo Wild Wings. You did that like was a spicy. Wing yes. challenge there. Uh huh. Yep. I've done the hot wings challenge at Buffalo and how, Wild Wings. How did that go? I did not make it. I got about. I lo- got literally halfway through. So, so it's a little bit of a different challenge because you have to eat. I think like twelve wings in in twelve minutes or something like twelve. No, twelve wings in six minutes. I think that's it. And I got halfway through and then I felt like I was going to vomit. Right. Um, but so I. This re- is the redemption, really. Yes. This yeah. was the. Re- this was my redemption round. I had this in mind. So we have everyone together in a room. Everyone has like their setup. Like my dad has like a cup of heavy whipping cream nice. and a bowl of ice cream. That is what I was uh, just pure whipping cream yes. ready to go. Yes. Well, like uh, like not like wow. not like, well, not like whipped cream but like you know like the the, the cream that you use waiting to be whipped. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. like the thick stuff yep. you like exactly. that you like, used to cook. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, so a cup of heavy cream. Uh, my I brother, have. I believe, had just a bunch of slices of limes and a, a glass of milk. And I had a, a tall Moscow mule, 
uh, which I had been sipping on. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <the> <laughs> oh, no. And uh, no, no. So my strat was, okay. And this is what I did for the, uh, I did something similar for the Buffalo Wild Wings challenge. If and I it turned get, out so well for you. <laughs> if I get drunk enough that I won't be able to feel the pain. Oh, my gosh. So, oh. so I'd been sipping on it throughout the evening. I was feeling good. I was feeling confident. Uh, we start with the first wing, and it's it's easy mode. It's easy mode. I can handle I can handle the hot stuff. You're you you're you're a spicy connoisseur. You're pretty impressive. Now, yes. were you guys uh, doing questions for each other in between, or was it just straight wings? Oh, uh, we we were yeah yeah. So my mom and my girlfriend who did not participate because you know they can't handle the heat. They were the they're ones weenies. asking questions. We could call they're them weenies. Out. Yeah yeah they're weenies. Like a couple it. of weenies. Um, they ate like the first two wings and then by the third one it was too spicy. So, you know, uh, they, they asked, they made the wings. So they like freshly, you know, tossed them in the sauce and then, uh, asked us the questions as they serve them. That's nice. Um, we'll we'll do it for the podcast. That would perhaps be a good idea if we did a a video podcast, but also at the same time, boy, did the night take a turn for the worst. I don't remember any of the questions. All I remember was a lot of pain. Uh, when I got to i'm trying to remember which one i got to i got to the eighth wing the seventh the spoiler spoiler alert the seventh was hot i was starting to really feel it at that point i was shaking uh every oh oh, uh my youngest brother was running around the house (laughs) crying uh he he had at one point jumped into the shower and then got hot sauce yes oh oh Um, yeah can i just say the killer for anyone who watches Hot Wings is if they get it on their face or their eyes. It's it'll, over. It'll be on their hands. They'll they'll grab a napkin. It'll just go yeah, well, near their nose, and then it's it's over. What were yeah. the safety What were the safety procedures for this? Uh, this safety event? procedures. None, I assume. Uh, the milk. None. Yeah, a, the a milk. Get nearby to throw up in. Uh, uh, every everyone at some point was screaming in one way or another. Um, I was I, I remember slamming the table multiple times with my fist, running into the kitchen, taking shots of vodka. No, uh, just pouring my, gas on the fire. My 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 literally. dad my dad literally pouring his heavy cream into the ice cream and then drinking it like some sort of milkshake. I get we get to the eighth one and I'm just like I'm ready that's I'm the, ready that's bring the it bomb, on. Right? I, I was gonna say which one was the bomb? I think it's I think that's, it's eight, right? That's the bomb. The, the bomb is the one. that's the interview killer. Yep. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna effing do this. I'm gonna redeem myself. I slurp down that whole wing. Oh, and it's, bone and all. It, I don't remember. I don't remember, even remember the question at that point. I ate the bones. At that point, everything kind of goes dark. I remember getting up, screaming. I think I took off my shirt. Uh, <laughs> I fall to my knees, slamming the ground, crying. No. I run into the bathroom. I put hand soap in my mouth. And I'm swishing it around with water. I I come back out, fall fall again to the ground, paralyzed for a moment. Because of the I, soap, probably. <laughs> I stand back up. Everyone, everyone's everyone at some in some form is screaming. My mom and uh, my my girlfriend are in the kitchen with their masks on, coughing because of the heat from the sauce on the hot wings is like making them cough. I, I crawl out onto the balcony to get some fresh air, and then I, I I find myself vomiting 
over over the ledge. Oh uh, no! All of the seafood what? I'd eaten that day finally redeemed. Uh, like, what else do you expect? Oh my gosh! <laughs> over over the side of this balcony at this Airbnb, uh, and then after that, it goes blank. I'm waking up in the morning, and it's over. Oh, and no. I walk out, and and my youngest brother is like passed out on the couch. The kitchen is a mess. There's uh, there, blood everywhere. There's, there's there's milk and vodka spilled onto the floor. Oh, what <laughs> it the was, hell? Uh, <laughs> it was, it sounded like it was gonna be a fun time. It ended up being a, an extremely painful time, a uniquely painful time for everyone involved that night. Let me get this uh, straight. Everyone takes a bite of the da bomb. They start losing it. The chefs can't even control the spices that they're cooking with. No, grow up. The just the pure alcohol and uh, your body's rejecting all of the spices as it burns your innards coming up through your throat. Yes, and you black out. Absolutely, yep. That's exactly what happened. It, honestly, it it was it was the uh, it was it was the bomb. It got to me. It it hurt me in ways I didn't think were possible, and I, in ways I couldn't even imagine. I I I I don't know what to say. Like the the pain that it that it that it inflicted on me it was. I, I cannot describe it. It's impossible. But what uh, about everyone you, else who ate it? What happened? So all I know is <laughs> that still a mystery. My dad and Fish got to. I think that they finished. I think they did nine and ten. Whoa! But uh, boy, were they also uh, hurting in their own sense. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what happened to them. I don't. I mean. I mean. You know. We all lived to see the next day. But boy, did I feel terrible. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the story of, you know, regular civilians, not celebrities doing the hot wings challenge. Um, All I'm hearing is that this sounds like something that the cast needs to do. While I, I was just thinking while the we're same doing thing, 100 episodes special. Didn't I just oh, say man. this earlier? I would, uh, maybe. I would love well, to do a video maybe. podcast, all of us doing it. Um, I can't. Here's here's some uh, here's some scientific advice for you. you. So I'm I was I was looking up. I was like, there's no way that alcohol and spice can can work together. <laughs> like, just there's no way. And there's a scientific reason. Like, sure, it may make you like drunk or something. But I'm reading this from from craftbeer.com. It's saying like why you why beer and or just alcohol in general and spice might not always be great together. It's because you know, spicy food uh, is like the, the capsaicin in it, right? That's like the thing that makes it spicy. Uh-huh. It's like an irritant, activates like pain receptors in your in your mouth and your brain. Alcohol is also an irritant and also activates those same pain receptors. Huh. So like when you drink, it sends like the same signals to your brain being like, oh, spicy food, also alcohol at the same time as like both are troublesome. Oh, hmm. I mean, it see. I mean, it felt like it was working, you know, for the first few wings, for sure. Maybe that is my downfall for both the hot wings challenge and the hot ones challenge. I honestly I imagine think... it also wouldn't wouldn't help you, you know, keep food down either. No, 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 no. I, I I usually don't have a problem with that. I swear, I think it's just the poison that they put in the bomb that that, that caused that. Quite possible. I, I do think alcohol's already like a lot to digest, and then you have this thing that your body's like, "Get this out of me." 
I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> it just seems like a double. Win. It's it, I, it seemed like a good idea at the time, you know, of course. It but, always uh, does. Yeah, Dang, that is crazy. So perhaps for my next one, I might, might I might just do it stone cold sober because maybe that's why I I failed the uh, the the Buffalo Wild Wings challenge as well. I had a couple uh, martinis, I think, before. No, not martinis. Uh, uh, margaritas. Oh, margaritas. Yeah, I had a couple margaritas before I before well, I did you, the challenge. You also said you, you said you were drinking Moscow Mules with this, right? Yes, which is a ginger beer, vodka, oh, and lime. Ex- ginger beer, <laughs> like it's it's a spicy drink itself. Well, it's it's ginger, but I, I think that helps with spiciness. I think I don't know. I, I think, know that lime. I know that lime does. Not really spicy. No. No. Okay. I would love to see you try it again and do your dad's method and see if that actually makes the pain less. Yeah, that's, the whipping cream. That sounds disgusting. But, but that is like everyone will say. Like if you're really spicy, you gotta get that like very base heavy like milk cream items <laughs> that like cancel out the acid of it. See, my uh, my issue there is that I, I I found personally uh, removing dairy from my diet uh, has been uh, beneficial to me health wise. Certainly. So uh, I've I've been kind of avoiding the dairy products. But I mean, I don't know. What about oat milk? Do you think oat milk would help? I don't know about oat milk. I'm on an oat milk hype train right now. It's pretty. pretty I think it has stuff. to do with like what like like coating your taste buds or something like coating those like receptors right. that, like i think that that's like what helps with the if, if you drink straight spice. heavy cream that thing's gonna coat your whole like yeah, it's gonna be coat lemon up everything it's yeah gonna i might just try some donuts next well. time something yeah, let's do the donut bread and challenge. Donuts. yeah yeah I, I like i prefer the donut challenge <laughs> that's all right i, I could do that like a maple yeah. Yeah. Well, i meant like okay. as a deterrent to the spice but yeah we can eat some donuts <laughs> <laughs> can we eat a dozen donuts in three hours i actually might not be able to but uh but hey yeah i say uh for the hundred podcast special that'd be pretty awesome if we could do the hot ones challenge we'll have to we'll have to have somebody uh well maybe we could have viewers whip up some questions some interview questions for us yeah yeah that could also be the time that the uh the chin finally gets to return after his many year hiatus yes oh my god i i know that the that the audience has been clamoring for more chin i can hear him in the streets no no i i gotta know because everyone says the second worst thing other than getting it on your eyes about the hot one challenge is the day after like they say oh, you, they say you the need, aftermath you say you need 24 hours to recover now, so I, you did throw up so i guess it wasn't yes. really in your system but what was I the absolute, aftermath i absolutely saved myself by throwing up i felt no no issues with the uh with the aftermath um you didn't burn yeah. any porcelain nope nope uh i i, I was i was Clear and good, uh, you know, just a a normal poop. Uh, <laughs> okay, thanks for spelling yeah. it out. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I think I, I definitely saved myself from a lot of pain um, by by projectile vomiting over the side of this Airbnb, which hey. uh, I'm I'm hope, which I don't think that we got charged for. I think that uh, it got washed away in the in the next day's rain. Thankfully, what, what did it land on? Uh, just like. It, it was kind of a shame because there was like some uh, some foliage and then there was like some dirt and then there was like the house and uh, it landed right in the dirt where you could very clearly see it. Mm, um, not the plants. No, not the plants, which would have for Probably sure like would have like burned away just <laughs> leaving a pile of dead plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. You know, I think I spared some plants' lives that day by by missing. I think that but, soil uh, is. 
completely rotten now. Nothing will ever grow there. Salted Nothing. for years ago. <laughs> salt, salted earth. Have um have any of you guys tried the the one chip challenge the the pocky chip? No, I haven't heard about this. I haven't heard it's about like, that. like the, the the death chip or whatever it is. I don't like spicy food to begin with. I would be like DJ Khaled and get out like round two on the wings. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, that's hot one's legend. He gets out like round two. He's like, oh, there's a little too spicy for me. I'm out, dog. And it's like Sounds like my mom or my girlfriend. But can you imagine being a big celebrity going to this interview, right? Having it all set up and being like, I gotta eat spicy food, oh I'm out of here. Well, that's the thing, like as a celebrity at that like I mean, especially DJ Khaled, that guy doesn't get two apps. He doesn't give two Fs about anything or anyone. If he doesn't want to be there, he won't be there. But, like, you got to think about, like, the publicity that you would earn from completing the Hot Ones challenge. Like, he probably earned more publicity by, not, by going out so early. He was probably like, well, let's see. If I keep on going for a little bit more, it'll just kind of be a midland attempt. If I go out now, that's going to that's gonna shake some waves. Right. Well, You'll always go down as the guy who got out on wing two. I mean, all that I'll say is I've never purposefully listened to DJ Khaled before, and knowing that he got out on Wing 2, I won't purposefully look him up again. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because, again, I, because so I, it was for someone, like, one of my housemates, their birthday. We did, like, she specifically wanted the rest of us to do the one chip challenge while she watched uh, a real, real sadist. You eat a chip. Uh, Yeah, but it's like, you know, like a million Scoville. Wow. Where do you get these chips from? You can get them from like convenience stores, I think. It's like they come in they come in a coffin shaped package. Wow. <laughs> and they're like they're black as night. Um I think they're like coated in like Carolina Reaper dust or something, oh, which is like yeah. what makes it so hot. But um yeah, yeah, they're like they're black. I think there's like coal, like charcoal something in it. But anyway, it's it tastes disgusting. Um and and uh, it's very hot. Yes, 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 yes. But I think the the worst part was just like the having to deal with like the the taste. Ah, yes. Just serve me up a hot chunk of charcoal. I mean, it's non that for a little bit. Because I mean, awful. it's like my my question was like, are were the? I mean, I don't know how much you remember, but like, were they tasty? Were the hot? You know the what? Hot sauce is like tasty at all. A couple of them were. I actually have gone back and I've uh, I've, I've <laughs> taken a couple of the. You uh, re-eat it, re-throw up again. No, like, okay, okay, like not a that dog. Night. But like uh, a, a couple, uh, like last week, we went over for a for brunch at my parents' house, and they had a couple of the hot sauces, and the the Verde one is not bad. Um, I would actually say I, I'm not a big fan of any of the flavors. The Verde one's pretty good. I mean, you can't really mess up Verde hot sauce, so I yeah. put, put some of that on my eggs. Pretty, pretty good. Um, but you know what? Not a big fan of any of the flavors. They were all they were all just focused on like just that 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 sense of spiciness and not sure. actual like flavor in the sauce. So. Even number one and like number two. No, they weren't too impressive. I remember them being very vinegary. The the first Ooh. couple sauces, like oh yeah, that's that's a flavor vinegar. Mm. Eh. Yeah, I even after impressed. all that, you, you'd still do it again for the show. Oh, at, for, for the show? Absolutely. Uh, any other day of the week? No. I, why would I do that to myself? Uh, and Greasy, I, I definitely think we can drum up some better circumstances for you to do this challenge and rather than half drunk on Moscow Mule. <laughs> <laughs> so who do we uh, think perhaps. would last the longest Greasy. in the challenge? So we know Greasy already got to eight. I Me could. and Pumbaa have already said that we'll only get to three or two. Yeah. I don't know. Like, right? 
I went one time. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings and they had like a new sauce. It was like off the off, the new like off the chart spicy sauce. You know how they have like on the menu like from I think the bottom ones are like the least spicy, the top ones are the most spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they had like a new one that was above the one on the very top. Whoa. And a friend and I, they had like samples of it just for fun. So a friend and I got the sample, and we didn't even think it was that spicy. So, but maybe that was just because it's Buffalo Wild Wings. It's never going to be that spicy. I, I do think out of all of us, Papa probably has like the least to prove <laughs> or whatever. So either like, you know, he'll get all the way down and be like, that was that was nothing. I, I could I could do that in my sleep. Or he'll get through like, yeah, again, like wing five or six and be like, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. Whatever. I'll call it. <laughs> Tap out. I'm happy. The funny, the funny part was though, like the jalapenos and the nachos I had were spicier than the the extra spicy oh, yeah. sauce they gave us. So maybe it was the combination of like the different spices as you're like moving up the wing ladder that gets you. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably like an accumulation thing, perhaps. Yeah. Well, at some point, I think it's so spicy because a lot of people who eat the who's on hot ones, they'll say like. The last, like, number 10 doesn't even hurt as bad as, like, the bomb or whatever. Yeah, they definitely throw in, like, this 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 crazy uh, this crazy number 8 to, like, try and knock out people before they get to 10. That That's that's the, like, my brothers and I's theory. Well, and I think that's a lot of other people's theory as well. I, I feel like at some point the Scoesville or whatever, like, it, it just becomes numbing. Like, it might be 2 billion, but it's, like, we just, it's just numbed at that point. Like, it's so spicy, it's not spicy. Yeah, it's less of an effect on your tongue, and it's more of an effect on, like, your whole nervous system shutting down from how spicy it is. The bomb's, like, that sweet point, that real sweet spot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would, I would be down to do it at 100 episodes. This is the, this is the last thing that I'll say, is apparently the hot ones, they work with some, some... The lore goes, and like the host has talked about it, but there's like a farmer guy who basically makes, he engineers these peppers, right? Like he grows these peppers specifically to be spicier. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then he'll get like outclassed by someone in the world who'll make a spicier pepper. He's like, no, not today. <laughs> well, like the moment, like I think, because for a long time, like the Carolina Reaper was like the spiciest. And then a new pepper like beat that one out. And then, like the next the Peruvian puff pepper, no, not the Peruvian <laughs> puff pepper. <laughs> and then, like a day later, he released another pepper that was even spicy. And they're like, "How are the new peppers? Yeah. Like, new well, they were like, "How were you able to to beat that one out like within a day?" And he says, "I have way spicier peppers than anything I've ever released, but I'm only gonna put them out as long as people keep one upping me." Wow. Oh, yeah, I heard about that, too. Like, he has them in storage, like, spicier peppers, and he only releases them as he gets defeated. Yeah. <laughs> so he's always one step ahead. Uh, but- I just want to let you all know that, okay, so so the guy who, this man that we're talking about, his name is Smokin' Ed Curry, Curry um, and his pepper company is called Pucker Butt Pepper Company. <laughs> the old Pucker Butt. <laughs> Yeah, so the world has not even come to see what uh, Pucker Butt can unleash. I, I don't think we're ready for it, honestly. Okay, I know enough, my butt isn't. En- enough pepper talk. That was a great story. I'm sorry, I can't imagine how volatile that throw up was, but I bet it hurt. Oh really man, bad. so much so far. I was impressed. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> Content warning. I'll have to put that in the intro. <laughs>
this is the this is the uh, nice segment I like to call uh, Sub Sandwich. I oh. did, I didn't workshop that title with anyone because I thought it was hilarious. Because it's pretty good. His name is Sandwich. <laughs> a sub sandwich is some type of food you'd get. Well, you know what they say: if you can't make yourself laugh, then what's the point of trying, right? Right, but it has a double meaning in this in this odd era of COVID and restrictions, and things are beginning to lessen over the world as the vaccine goes around. Sandwich himself has taken up the role of of being a local sub for classrooms of, of varying ages. I think particularly middle school, maybe some high school. Maybe I'm I'm wrong in that assumption. But subbing is like something that like a lot of people can sign up for, and if you meet the basic credentials, you'll just get put on a list, and they call you in. And uh, sandwich himself, he was a sub. He was quite literally a sub sandwich. Yep. And uh, I know he's done it a few times, and I don't think Grotch <laughs> has heard the story, but I I found it fascinating to hear what the kids are doing in this new COVID nineteen environment. So, I'm I'm waiting with bated still, breath because again from. From my from my angle, I was a uh, I was a, 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 a an at home not at home but I was a I was a tutor. You were so online I wasn't dealing tutor. with kids yeah. for for a while, yeah. Like when things went online, so I, I was dealing with the from it from that that side of the the chalkboard, so to speak. But I'm so interested to hear how how things have progressed in in the classroom. Right, and of course, this is a localized experience, but uh, the, the story time is going to continue. A sub sandwich, please, please take it away. Yeah, let's see. So the the most interesting one that I've had so far was the very first job I had, and, uh, and so the way the sub system works is because of COVID and everything. I mean, oh wait, bleep that up. We can't say that, right? No, no. We, oh, we, yeah, we're, 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 we're past that. We're yeah, past yeah, that. we're past. <laughs> uh, because of the whole COVID thing, like they're short on subs because typical subs are either like uh, high not high school college students who aren't here right now because because th that's all shut down too or they're retired teachers who don't want to go in because they're the most vulnerable and so they basically just waived all the normal credential stuff so you just go into like oh, I want to be a sub and I'm like oh, okay and so they they like take your fingerprints and all that kind of stuff but you just you just show up you're like oh, I want a sub and then you're Cause, sub. Because so that's, that's the kind of energy that they love to have teachers bring. It's just, oh, yeah, I guess I'll do it, whatever. <laughs> sub now. <laughs> and then, so yeah, that's what I did. I'm going to tax money, sign me up. Uh, and then pay really good money, again, because there's nobody to, like, do the sub jobs. And so I've I've done only middle school and high school because uh, they're they're somewhat self-sufficient. Right. <laughs> like, uh, like, elementary school would be uh, definitely shorter because it's, like, from 8 to 2 instead of like 750 to 310 or whatever weird high school schedule is and are you there for like the whole day or is it just like it depends um sometimes there's half days like one time i got called into a uh, middle school for the second half of the day because the teacher was went home sick or something uh -oh. bad enough um <laughs> it, <that laughs> i can't horrible. take it anymore hopefully but no i just went i went in for like half a day and so it just from 12 to 3 or whatever. And this, but usually it's all day because most teachers have four or five. Mostly have five classes. This like first time subbing too. You were like, you had no idea what to expect. You yeah, so the very never, first class never really I been a in. teacher. I mean, you, you've coached before, but you've never like taught in a classroom. Like I, I mean, it's like if you think back to the subs that we had when we were in 
middle school and high school, you don't really remember much because they don't do a whole lot. That's true. That's very true. Um, it's very rare. You, there's a specific sub that sticks out in your mind unless you had them like for a long time. If they stick they out, it's because they sucked, and that's usually or they were the, or they were heroes. Oh right, yeah. yeah. It's usually very extreme. But I guess like as a student, a sub shows up and you're like, they got this under control. Like you just assume, like naturally, no matter what they do, that they're you know they're in charge. Or yeah. it's like we're getting nothing done today. Fantastic. Yeah, or it's yeah. break out the VCR and the TV and turn it off. Yeah, basically, and uh, so um, for the most part, either so all the teachers always have a sub plan. Usually, although ironically, the first one I ever did didn't leave me a sub plan. Uh, but all the kids have Chromebooks in the middle schools and high schools so at the very least it's like oh, take out your chromebooks and go onto a google classroom and figure out what mr and mrs so-and-so left you for work if they don't leave me a sub plan but okay so the first time i went in i went to the middle school and uh i'm like hi i'm, I'm subbing for mr bob smith or whoever whatever his name was and they're like oh yeah here you go here's the I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I've never, this is my first sub job. I'm like, oh, well, here, here's the stuff. You just go in and then they'll leave a sub plan. It's really easy. Just follow I'm like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. Sorry, was this, this was for middle school? Yeah, this is a middle school. Um, and so I go to the classroom. And it's funny because the first problem that I have is so I, I put the key in the door and I open the door. And then I, it, I think it's one of those ones where you have to like turn it again to like keep it unlocked so the kids can just walk in. You know what I mean? Right, like there's right. a there's a locked default state and like an unlocked default state. Well, I go to do the unlocked default state and the lock pops with like no effort whatsoever. And so like keys broken, the door's broken. So I'm like, well, that's gonna be a problem later. Oh no! So I eventually had to report that and hopefully they fix it because the the teacher was coming back the next day. But I just they just have like the rubber stoppers and it's open, so it's like whatever. But I go into that classroom and so when you sign it for sub jobs, it's like an online like. Um, program that you go in and you just say oh there here's the sub jobs for today just you just accept them and then you go into the school because it just gives you all the information well the so it's, online... like, it's like a first come first serve sort of thing yeah exactly so i accepted a job and the note said it's just random stuff you know whatever five classes blah 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 all the lessons plans will be on google classrooms and I'm like, great, okay, sure. And not knowing that I didn't have access to Google Classrooms because I thought right, they would give like, one to me. You need their, like their their passcode or uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I have to be added to the classroom. Like it's a it's like a, a chat room type of thing, but like for teaching and stuff. Yeah, and I, 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 I never, still haven't used it. But. I've never even heard of Google Classroom before. Yeah, now. there's like a ton of there's a ton of like uh, teaching platforms and stuff that they use now. That like because like everything. You know, schools hand out like iPads or tablets, or whatever, to their students or like computers for them to like to take home. And it's mm -hmm. like we did, we didn't have any of that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I remember when we got like a smart board. It's like a really bad giant touchscreen, like electronic projector. No one knew how to use them. No one knew. Yeah. People would like take real. All marker. the classrooms have a smart, like these new smart boards now. Like they don't have. They're not projector based. They're just there. Just on. Giant electronic screens, yeah. yeah. You have to like touch six dots every thirty minutes to like recalibrate their pen or anything like that. Oh I don't know. I've never gosh. used this. I totally yeah. remember that. But yeah, yeah. it was like, like every single class they had to recalibrate their smart boards. Yeah, I miss that. those good old days when they would just wheel out the overhead projector with like the laminated <laughs> pieces. Of, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, the dry erase that they'd use. 
years. Those are good old days. You know, the year of scratches from all the erasing and smirking. yeah, the gross stains. Now I think about it, with those like dry erase, like projector thing, people would like write on that with sharpie, and then it'd be ruined. And with yep. the smart boards, <laughs> they would write on it with like the dry erase <laughs> pens, and they yeah. would ruin it. Yep. Yeah. Same funny. Same problem. New technology. All right. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. Uh, where did I leave off? The... Google Classroom. Oh, so I got in, and thank so so funny because I'm like, so I told them, because uh, oh no no, so what happened is I go into the classroom right, and I have to log onto the um, uh, what's it called attendance taking program, and I she didn't give it to me because it, she was like like they were shorthanded in the office, the main office, and so she came in later, and I said, oh thank you for the login information. By the way, he didn't leave a lesson plan, and she's like, oh, uh, no. hold on, I'll be right back. And so she ended up telling the teacher right next door who taught the same subject or close to it. They were both history. And in walks the teacher. And this oh, is the should have called me up. I know, right? And uh, and this is the teacher that taught me seventh and eighth grade history oh, when God. I went to the school. It's come full circle. And so he walks in and he 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 he's like briefly glances because I wrote my name on the board and he glances at the board and he goes, "Oh, I recognize that name." And uh, obviously, he, I, I, he didn't recognize me. It was actually my father's name who works for the school district. Right, right. He, a I, powerful I up, name that he recognized. Oh, Mr. yeah. Sandwich. Yes. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> King Sandwich. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, oh, yes, I recognize that name. Mm. Sandwich, yes. Very familiar. But yeah, he came in. He's like, all right, everybody, take out your, your Chromebooks, log into Google Classrooms, and find out what's going on for today. And again, I had no idea that those any of this stuff existed. So when I was like, "Oh, thank goodness!" <laughs> I, I so, like, "Thank goodness!" You're staying there in a class oh, full dude. of kids, I, eyes wide, staring at you. In yeah. Fear. But it, like, this was like he he walked in like as the bell to be late to class was ringing. So it's not like anything had happened yet, and it's not like the kids were like, "What are we doing today?" I'm like, "I don't know." So it was like before that. Uh, That's yeah, great we, we got the kids situated, and thankfully, it, it, he just taught five periods of the same exact class, so it was super easy. Yeah. All, I just told him the same thing, like, so yeah, it, it sounds classrooms. like it sounds like the the more stressful part is not actually teaching anything; it's just having the like the technology and the capacity like at your side, just be yeah. able to like set the kids like on their own and have them do whatever they need to do. Yeah, like, that's and, the hard uh, part. Yeah, like, well, the, it was the hardest part the first time because it's like if there was nothing for them to do, I had no frame of reference to like, okay, do this or that. Especially because yeah. like all these kids were really young, so I'd be like, oh, just just work on cl uh, other classroom or other schoolwork if you're done, or, or read a book, or whatever. Like, well, I don't have any of that, and like, I don't know what to tell them because they're like at sixth grade, they're like in between the stage of being self sufficient and like not yeah. getting rambunctious and goofing around what's like, the like flappy bird <laughs> yeah, exactly like i can't yeah like Drive i can't like oh you know you can take out your phone it's not like they're high school seniors like yeah just take out your phone and just do whatever dude it's just it's fine just don't be obnoxious right like uh, older kids who you know 17 18 16 year olds whatever they're like they're they're, they're fine they'll figure it out and they won't just cause a disturbance but like sixth graders they're basically just at, fresh out of elementary school so the womb oh. Oh. Yeah, oh essentially you showed up though and 
you basically would tell kids, take out your tablets and do the assignment. And then they would just sit there with their tablets and do the assignment. Yeah, so I just sit there and be like, all right. And, you know, every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, I have a question. And so I'd walk over and attempt to help them. But, I mean, with sixth grade history, it's not very hard because it's like, here's a block of words. Here's a question about the block of words. Right, uh-huh. yeah. Next slide. Here's a block of words. And then it's uh-huh. just, that was easy. I just read it really quick. Like, uh, oh, it's right here in this this section. Just pay attention there. And like, oh, okay. You're, right. you're describing my oh. entire employment <laughs> yeah exactly. it's, just like, wow. it's, just like, it's just reading ahead of them then when they get to the questions they're like yeah you missed the spot right here is where it yeah, says yeah. it which i read 30 seconds ago oh my god <laughs> oh my god my eyes exactly. are being opened right now like is teaching like is are teachers just a bunch of shams they're just babysitters yes. oh my god they, they, welcome well, I mean, the matrix is the veil is lifted. Uh, the, the, the ones who have been doing it probably already know like what they're going to tell you. But it's as far as like that, that's what teaching is. It's just it's it's not I have the answer giving you the answer. It's like, how can I get you to find the answer yourself? Yeah. Reese, wow. that's why when COVID happened, everyone was so upset because they're like, there goes my child daycare. Like, how am I supposed to? On my kids off while I go to work or do whatever. I have to educate my own children. Harumph, harumph. That the veil has been lifted over my eyes. I can't. <laughs> the veil been lifted over the. <laughs> He's been walking around with that veil tied real shut. He's been bumping into everything. Twenty years that veil's been gripping his eyes. I can't believe it. I thought teachers were gods. I thought they knew everything. They knew. They know nothing. My gosh, They're just so reading. They just know how to read. Okay, before oh, before our fans yeah. blast us, I mean, there are some good teachers out there who I would, you know, they have no, a passion. I mean, no, remember, subject. like the sub stuff is. It's just it, basically it's all just worksheets, right? It's not yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. actually teaching anything new. It, it's like most, it's super. Most of the classes were yeah, it is really super. It's just yeah, the supervision. Like uh, I do remember though, I went to another middle school and I was in like a like a super remedial math class. Um, and I'm, when I mean remedial math class, I mean like, he gave me a worksheet that had like 40 questions or something, right? And the first 20 was literally negative three plus five. Negative okay, three uh, minus 12. Now hold on, don't go, don't go so fast, slow down, slow down. Plus one, can someone get my calculator? And so like, yeah, I had to go around and I could help kids with that because obviously that was, I've done somewhat some of the math I've done is a little more complicated. <laughs> you're, uh, you're like all proud, like ah, oh, yeah, I got this now. I got this. You lean over, you're like, oh, thank God. Right? Yeah, I was like, oh, not some, history. Which was actually probably the most fun class I did because I was able to help them, and it's also it's like hard too because at that level, at that age, the there's like a weird balance between. Okay, it's really easy and I can help these kids, but do they care and will they try? Right. A lot yeah. of times, like the older the students are or it's independent, like depending on the class, it gets, you know, easier or harder, like depending on their enthusiasm versus how difficult the class is. Ah, I see you, you've fallen into, into their, into the classic trap of, of caring. They've roped you in. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they get you. They yeah, make you I mean... care about a student and then that's it. You're trapped forever. I know, right? 
I, I gotta say, so, when I first heard the story, I, I, the idea of basically you supervising students who are just on tablets, silently going through their worksheets, like, like that just sounds like a teacher's dream. You know, no pandemonium, no, no chaos. No just like, all right, do your work. Let me know if you have a question. Oh, the easiest class for, or the easiest day that I've done is there was another high school, which is like, it was like the remedial high school. It was like a lot of the kids just wouldn't show up half the time. Right. Oh, and keep in mind that because of COVID, they're doing half day schedule. So half the students will show up to each class. And the next day, the, the number of kids will, or the kids that show up will flip. So the other half of the class will show up on the second day. Right. And and they'll do that staggering. So each class at most has 15 kids. That sounds like an so, ideal learning environment. Yeah. It's a, it's, so, that sounds like college. That's very controllable. Especially when I think yeah. about like some of the crammed classes I had in high school and middle school and the complete ape shows and yeah, like 40 zoos. Kids. Yeah. yeah, every class I had in junior high to high school had at at least 30 most of the time like like right below 40 kids in each class of course you go to like a big city and they got like 100 plus so maybe we're sounding a little tone deaf but like yeah it was usually crowded and usually at times unmanageable yeah and yeah, the, that, that is why I, I have the utmost respect for those teachers who were able to control i mean the, in the those rare cases yeah. like those teachers who could control a room i was in i was in mortal fear of yeah i know i was kind of uh throwing some jokes around uh, at teachers not too long ago literally minutes ago but seriously though like the ones who can it, it, that's what it's all about like yeah, perhaps yes you are babysitting these kids for an entire day for their parents but being able to do that is quite the feat especially when you have double for you know like 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 30 40 plus kids maybe even 100 kids in a classroom you're controlling a large mass of people, uh, you know, preventing them from causing havoc. And that is something to be respected for sure. That's, that's why I say let teachers control the army. Well, I, I, that wasn't exactly the point I was getting at. I think there's, that makes the most uh, sense. There's a few PE teachers, which if they control the military, I, I, I fear Dude, for my st life. St stick them behind a, a squad of Marines in a golf cart. Just set them loose. <laughs> <laughs> Charging the battlefield in a golf cart. Make With a phone a in hand. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's a universal. It's a lance. Uh, a lance. <laughs> Charging into battle. It's, it's ironic that they're PE teachers, let's just say. Yes. <laughs> a universal experience that everyone can when, the, when, their, when, their gut, when their gut hangs out the front window of the golf cart. <laughs> Having you run a mile seems a bit ironic. So, Sandwich, I gotta ask you, now that you've been, now that you've been on the other side, you've seen what it takes to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. According to the national, or the California Department of Education, the average salary for a teacher in California is eighty-three thousand no. dollars. Would you say they have earned uh, really? the salary? Yep, according to them on their government website. There's no average. Uh, do they earn this salary, or do you think it should be less or more? Uh, this, this is a this is a. a no. It's a well set loaded trap. Question. This is loaded. Yeah, is, is Papa championing for for paying teachers less? Is that what I'm hearing? A six I just want to. All I'm asking. I do a shot. Do you feel like <laughs> from now that you've had experience as a teacher, do you feel like they earn the right amount, or they deserve more, or maybe they're slightly overpaid? 
Hmm. Well, I don't believe that number. Not in the slightest. Yeah, but I have a hard time swallowing that. I... I don't know, dude. I would say yeah. I think that's fine. Because well, I mean, I, I, I get I the think... feeling. I get the feeling all the time that teachers are not paid enough. Generally, because I think a lot of that. I, I think, think it's a lot of that, that budget. I think that goes to like teachers having to buy their own supplies and stuff because the schools don't provide those. Look, if a yeah. teacher gets paid eighty k a year, uh, that seems. I mean, okay. Ah, I... oh, yeah, we the hierarchy of all knowledge, the Pumba Podcast crew. That seems a bit high. That's all I'm gonna say. Your IQ. Nah, I think it's. I think it's fine. Honestly. If you're telling me, like, society, look, you cannot tell me that we shall said. determine how much teachers get paid. We, uh, we alone. If you're telling me that my PE teacher, who's making me run a mile while his okay. gut is stretched out a mile, okay, okay, let me repeat: um, a PE um, teacher, a, a PE teacher who is literally a hundred pounds overweight. And I'd also like to bring attention to maybe Sandwich remembers this. This was a while back. <laughs> I, I, we, I think you were in a different class at the time, but my fourth grade, I think it was fourth or fifth grade, no, fourth grade math teacher was literally fired. For teaching math wrong, and they had to replace him with someone else. <laughs> wow! Like, yeah. Well, he, he was he was he was teaching that old math, right? You know, you need to you gotta bring kids in with a, with the new math. Look, I thought that math is math. Math. <laughs> math is math. And this wasn't like a this woman wasn't someone who was like a new teacher. Like this was a middle aged woman who had been a teacher for many years. Yeah, you know what? There's a hmm. lot you could say. You know, I have some interesting. Thoughts uh, I mean, about okay, look, tenured like, professors and teachers who become untouchable. Oh my gosh, the tenure thing is awful. Yeah, you know, uh, I there, I think it creates some sticky situations. And but I'm typically like, yeah, like boost boost teacher salaries. But I don't know, dude. If you're telling me that some elementary school teachers are getting 80k or a year, well, okay, hold on. I'm sure, okay, using like the PE teacher example, then no shade to PE teachers. <laughs> and I'm not like specifically saying them, just specifically pulling them up. Like some subjects no should shame. be are harder than others. Casting a shadow. <laughs> some some should make more than other teachers, depending. Like You're quite literally casting a shadow. Sorry. <laughs> you know, like You're so tall. There's some 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 teacher positions that are going to be way harder than other teacher positions. I mean, I could. So. I'm, I'm being honest. I could be. Think, a, think, think of it this way. Do you want Do you want a school paying like when you have children and you send them to a school, do you want the do you want the people who are teaching them to be like scraping the bottom of the salary barrel, or do you want your the people teaching your children to be well compensated? I don't I know. Want, I want like a mass school wide poll where everyone gets a, like a certain every student gets a certain amount of money, and you log into this app where you vote with your dollars. How much is this teacher going to get paid? <laughs> wow. And we vote. Ooh, we vote. Cut the road. Uh, Publicly. Okay. Now, now I'm on board. The bad this teachers, is they get they. Let's say there's like a base salary, like their base salary is minimum wage, but anything extra, we we tip them into their digital yeah. tip jar. You're gonna let the kids determine who is a better teacher. When <laughs> yes, kids want it's, the, it's the kids. Oh my God. It's the kids oh, who matter. No. If, if you asked yourself in elementary, in middle school. Which teacher should get more money? Do you think it's the teacher that worked you hardest or the teacher that let you goof off and do nothing? You know, it was the teacher uh, who the teacher made me that... feel good about myself. Well, <laughs> sometimes that's not what's needed. So, 
least in I, high I, school. I got a hypothetical question here. So this this got the gears turning. Like the greasy so gears. Should like like what do college teachers get paid compared to like high school and junior high teachers? Because I would argue that the knowledge that high school teachers provide is a bit more uh, it's a bit more valuable. Apparently not enough because all my professors who came from industry, like they had a career in like the private sector and then became a college teacher. Literally every single one complained they didn't get paid enough and they missed being uh, missed their old job. Even had one guy quit after two years. The whole hierarchy of uh, like college professor educators, where it's like you you're either like you could be like a full tenure professor or like an assistant professor or like a visiting professor from like another university and like that all has like different pay scales right. and different like bits and stuff it really it changes so on how many classes yeah i mean like don't get me wrong like high school teachers like they're you know they're they're there every every day you know the, the whole year dealing with a lot whereas a college professor you know maybe like twice a week teaches a couple classes and sometimes there's like ah, eh, i'm not coming in today everyone stay home well, it's because a lot of college professors are also like doing their own research and like working their own right. their own angles at the same right. time. Usually yeah. they're multitasking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know all my college professors also complain about being underpaid. Most of them were happy, but like they'd also be salty about it. like, yeah, you know, I gave up my job to follow my passion to be teaching. Sure, live in a small house now, but uh, anything to do what I love. Building, Building the dream. House. <laughs> yeah. Building the house. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, in general, I feel like the government does not put enough money into education. Yeah, anywhere near as much as it should. I'll, I will say there have definitely been teachers where I'm like, this is this is not worth uh, a penny. And there's been teachers where I'm like, you have well, given that's, me that's that's different though. That's like the fact. Well, the fact that we live in California and the fact you can't fire teachers. That is also true. There's a lot of there's a lot of things. If that that's, eighty thousand is true, that's nuts. But, uh, Gracie wasn't didn't like our second. Uh, I believe, like uh, there was a a fifth grade teacher at our elementary school who got fired for throwing erasers at students. Dude, he was he's been on my mind this whole time. <laughs> oh, wasn't it like somewhat recent that he got fired? I don't I don't recall. I remember it. I th- I remember it happening like I like either when we were there, or, like right after we left. Or yeah, something. I think right after we left. But man, that that guy, he sure was something. He could not. He refused to say my name correctly the entire time. There's an. I, I I didn't have him, but uh, I I, rec- I recall hearing horror stories. Greasy. Yeah. What if he the teacher walked up to you today, looked at you straight in the eyes while you were at your current job, and said, "I make eighty thousand a year." How uh, would that make you feel? <laughs> I well, he he obviously doesn't because he got fired. So I'd be I'd call him a liar right to his face. Okay. okay. You're yeah. a liar. Yeah, I, I I don't think that eighty thousand is there's there's a there's some other factors in there, but the yeah. boy did this guy cast a shadow with his gut, and that's all that I'll say. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking at the the thing that I think Papa's posting here, and it has a sixty-seven as the average. Why? Uh, I Google it, and it says eighty-two. What are they combining? Like all of the people that work at school. Because obviously, some parts of administration are going to be. No, this that the average is based off of um, teacher salaries, but like there's a big discrepancy 
because you can see it breaks it down by like beginning, mid range, and then the higher end, depending on like your experience. It also it also varies wildly among districts. Yeah, yeah. and then you, you can see Probably a breakdown big. between the different districts. So on the low end, if you're like a brand new teacher, it's like forty seven, and then on the high end, it could be up to like six figures if you're and, in a, and because I'm imagining a bigger like, school you know, district. The, the teachers getting paid rock bottom, ve- like vastly outweigh the teachers that are getting paid like, you know, 80 or above. But the average is skewed because of their, you know, the some there are a few outliers. That might be true. I would believe that as well. Enough of this education talk. That was interesting. Uh, sub sandwich. Do you have any closing thoughts on your your subbing experience? Uh, easy money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank wow. you. Uh, moving on. Uh, this has been a, a very long time coming at this point. Last Tuesday, um, you know, I had posted what the, the movie that we'd be reviewing is. It's, it was recommended by sandwich. Uh, I posted it after a breakfast hogs. I'm speaking from the, the disclaimer, by the way, when I recommended it, it was on Netflix for free and it was no longer on Netflix the next day. <laughs> so I never watched it. I never watched it because I was going to watch it because uh, I got it recommended to me. Right, right. So I was like, oh, this sounds pretty. I heard of it. And I'm like, oh, it might be pretty good. And so I never watched it. That is actually a great That's tidbit. Did not know funny. That. Yeah. So the, the premise was we had. You know, we're, we're going through the cycle, and in my head, I, I consider a sitting order with the cast. It goes Pumbaa, Greasy Grunch, Papa, and Sandwich, because I think that's just how our bubbles line up on Discord whenever we record. And so, naturally, Pom- Pomba, Papa had <laughs> recommended a, a movie, and so next in the sitting order was Sandwich. But I didn't really message him, hey, come up with a movie. I just called him out live on that cast, and... <laughs> He didn't have a film, so I said, "Okay, we'll recommend it afterwards, and I'll, I'll post now, didn't it." Didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we? Like uh, roll for it? Didn't we have like a an, an order that we that we came up with on one of the previous casts? Well, we did roll, and, and Papa got it first, so we're we're going through. It'll go Papa, sandwich me, skip Greasy because he's watching them, and go to you. Ah. And uh, anyway, uh, we did a, a breakfast hogs on Monday before this episode came out and then on that Tuesday on the Twitter page at Puma Podcast we posted the film the sandwich recommended for this episode of Watching with Grease Greasy Movie Review it's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, The Revenant and I I was so surprised when he suggested that in our group chat I think I even messaged you know why The Revenant it was exactly that reason it was recommended to me and it's free on Netflix and I feel like you know with most of our movie recommendations it's like oh you know i really like this film oh this film had a great impact it was like ah it's free on netflix (laughs) it's a good enough reason as any and uh, i have not seen this film uh in fact i think the only other person who has seen it here is 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 grunch i want to say i don't think i saw it saw it a couple times i don't think anyone else has seen it you know brutal noodle saw it and she wasn't a huge fan so i never watched it but maybe on this greasy movie review that will change my opinion and i'll finally watch this film that you know won leo his long-awaited oscar um this movie came out a little bit ago all i know is it's sort of a survival flick leo tried really hard in order to get an award and there's a bear that's all i know about it so i'm gonna <laughs> gonna pass it off to you greasy so 
seeing that the majority of the cast hasn't seen this movie, I'll, I'll ask, like I ask every time, uh, should I drop spoilers or should I try to avoid huge spoilers or should I, I try and go spoil- I, don't know how many, I don't know how many big spoilers there are in this. I think... Uh, I think I think we're I think we're good for the most part. I mean, I don't know what, what there is really to spoil in this. Yeah, maybe just avoid the climax if possible. But other than no. that, free reign. Our fault for not watching it. And, and I should a give movie one, that's been out for like six years. One more disclaimer: <laughs> the, the time that Greasy had watched this, uh, quite a while ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, here's my disclaimer. Uh, you, don't worry about me spoiling the climax because I don't remember it. It's been four <laughs> months since I've watched this movie. Oh my I gosh. About it. Uh, I, I I remember most of the movie, but uh, don't worry. There's not going to be much I'll spoil. Um, I, I, I may I may throw a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, baits out there to because I do think a that foreshadow. it's worth Yeah, I think it's worth watching, and I'll I'll, I'll try and hook you guys a little bit with it something that I might watch again. Um, here's my, I'll, I'll start off with a little bit of a premise. So everyone knows from watching the Wolf of Wall Street at the end of it, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he gets busted by the government for doing some uh, naughty things on, on Wall Street. So he decides to go into hiding in the wilderness. And that's where we start in the revenue. That's why it's called uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Cause he ends up living like a wolf. Exactly. It, it's exactly. all connected. Uh, yeah, uh, that, it makes sense to me. The movie, it starts out with absolutely no soundtrack, no music. It's just the raw sounds of man killing man. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a very um, bleak, but also very fascinating image um, right from the get-go of just pure anger, hatred, survival, and greed. And that's a good summary of the entire movie, basically. I would, I would agree. Yes. Um, we ha- The premise is that Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, he has a... Uh, now, now, I know this is a part I don't quite remember. He has a son that is, uh, is not... Uh, I, I don't remember if it's a, if, if it's like an adopted son or if it's actually biologically his son. No, I think I, it, it's his son, right? Because there are like a bunch of the flashbacks that he has with like the, yes. with his his wife. It's, it's so it's uh, Leo's a like a, tra- a fur trapper, and he has like a Native American, a half uh, Native American son. Yes. So so he's so he's part of this fur trapper group, and it's him against the native the natives, and they're basically. The natives want them. It seems to, to be that uh, they want them off their land, and he wants the valuable. Their, their group wants the valuable furs, and uh, it's 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 you know when you break it down, it's a very basic story of of like I said, survival, greed, hatred, and uh, that's pretty much what it all boils down to. Um, in my notes, all that I have right now is a uh, lack of music in the opening scene. And then a, a, a quote, which I which I very much liked, which is "Life, I ain't got no life," which I feel like is very symbolic <laughs> to uh, to what these fur trappers uh, how how they live. That's all that they do. They just hunt these animals, collect the pelts, get the money. That's it. That's all that they live for. And that that was like a real big sticking point of this, right? Because also in this movie is Tom Hardy, 
Um, oh, I had no idea. I, I think he is, in all honesty, I'd, I'd say watch the movie for him more than Leo. Because <laughs> uh, he's he's great. But, like, again, he is this fur trapper, and his, his sole reason for living at this point is to just get money off these furs so that he can, you know, buy uh, booze and women and food and survive and you know the cycle repeats over and over and so his uh he, he ends up being sort of like the antagonist of the movie because uh he comes into conflict conflict with leo and his uh native american son because he thinks that you know maybe this kid is like alerting the the other tribe to like their their presence their whereabouts and stuff so i thought that he was just racist yeah i mean yes also also oh, that yeah. because it like obviously wasn't this kid but he's like the kid's Native American, the other tribe's Native American, totally different tribes, but they must be communicating. Yes. Uh, I, I have next in my notes, uh, Leo getting effed up by a bear. Dude, he gets ruined. It is brutal. Like, this, this is the big scene that everyone always talks about. You know, I, even JD, our friend, when I asked him about this movie, he, he used a very crude word to describe what the bear does to Leo. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and I was like, wait, like, actually? Or he's like, yes, actually. Uh, and then I had to look it up. I was like, okay, not actually. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's I can imagine. Got, I can imagine what Leo the Oscar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can imagine what JD said. And I, I'd say 99% of what he said would, would be true. It is quite brutal, it is quite hard to watch. Um, but in the end, being the absolute bull that Leo is, like he was in The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh my gosh. Okay. Being the bull, he defeats the bear, just like <laughs> how it's supposed to be. <laughs> oh, like the bull defeating the bear. I see. The, yeah. the, the lines are connecting. Exactly. <laughs> my, my money is going to the stocks as we speak. Bye, bye, bye. And then that's pretty much it. I have a story of survival. So, yes, so all characters, every single character has their own portrayal of just uh, wanting to survive in this environment. Uh, how they go about doing that, uh, they, they all take uh, some interesting uh, routes. Some succeed, some don't. Yes, exactly. Uh, just most, most do not. Yes, uh-huh. Um, and, and this movie is, is a good representation of just the pure brutality of nature, of this world that we live in outside of, you know, the, the comfort of our of our homes and buildings that we've built up for ourselves. Uh, that, that's like, again, very interesting point, because I think like watching this movie, again, it's it's beautifully shot. It makes you really appreciate just the the savagery and the starkness of, of nature and everything but it also makes you think you're like could i could i could i slit open a, a dead horse to stay warm for the night could i actually do that and you're when you you see it happen you're like mm, no don't think i could i think i'd die yes, <laughs> like, yes this this movie is very much like you watch it, you're like nope i would have died there i would have died there this would have killed me that would have killed me and yet yet leo keeps on trucking Exactly. He is determined above all else to survive, not only for himself, but for his son. Um, and I think that that is kind of what gives him an edge. When you have more to live for, you have more to fight for. 
Um, and I also have here in my notes, funny you brought up the horse. Uh, I, I, have, I have here uh, written down, emerging from the horse equals rebirth. So I'm not 100% sure what I meant by that. Nope, it, it's symbolic. <laughs> Definitely is. But uh, I think I found some symbolism in that scene. And I also wrote right underneath it that he he pressed F to pay respects. Okay. <laughs> so again, I don't exactly remember what happened uh, in in that scene, but boy, was that that horse was the true hero of the movie. That's all that I'll say. Wow. That, that's the thing. Yeah. Again, it using your surroundings, using what the, the tools you have at your disposal to to stay alive. Um, that was. Uh, that's another key key part of the of the flick, and I know it's not free anywhere. I don't think anymore, but uh, I, I would I would suggest it. It's it's well worth the cost of admission. Well, I, I yeah. appreciate especially since that. it's like three hours. I do, yeah. which is exactly why you pirated it. Exactly. So so, so I, <laughs> cost of admission free. I will actually wrap up this review real quick, but I will say that. Like Ranch already mentioned, some of the scenic shots in this movie were absolutely beautiful and stunning, and they gave you time to kind of take in what you just saw beforehand. It seems like every time that something absolutely brutal happens, you see the whole thing happen in, 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 in very specific detail, and then it gives you just a nice shot of some beautiful scenery, really flexing their 12K cameras they got, uh, they got rolling. Um, and it gives you some time to like take in what happened and also like take a breath before the next horror show. Good uh, pacing. Yeah, you, you really, you really, sit, really sit in what just happened. Exactly. Exactly. I will say um, the movie is extremely predictable, right? Basically right from the, from the get go, you can kind of determine who's going to die. Uh, and it's kind of unfortunate how predictable this story goes and, and that, in, in that fashion like I, I don't think there's much room for for plot twists in here i don't think i don't think that's the the intention of the the story sure sure but i would have appreciated you know some some sort of like some sort of twist something that was a bit unique the bear some... comes back uh well <laughs> hey, this is the greasy movie review yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically there's a there is a very specific scene where some of the characters split up and from the actions and and and, and the uh, the way how these characters say certain lines and and you can you can they kind of lay their morals out on the on the line very clearly and that makes it very easy to determine okay you're going to die you're going to die and you're going to die right at the end and it happens exactly like that. Wow. This movie was very predictable. The story was... The spoilers, man! Oh. No, I'm just kidding. The story was not super complex. <laughs> it was just a bare-bone story of survival, which I feel a like is bare a... bare-bones. A bare-bone story of survival, which I feel like is a good reminder for all of us who live these uh, very cushioned lives. You know, like, uh, of course, you know, we all have our own personal hardships in this life, but at the very least, we aren't out there in the freezing snow worried about uh, natives or animals perhaps killing us in an instant when we least expect it. Uh, the probability of that stuff happening nowadays is very low. The big uh, question not, is... But not non-existent. Not zero, though. That's true. The big question is, did he deserve the award for this? 
Oh, his acting was phenomenal. But and I, and personally, I'm a big Leonardo DiCaprio fan. I feel like his acting. I, I'm a I'm a big fan. I feel like his, his acting has always been great, and I feel like it's about time he finally got one for this movie. For this movie specifically, uh, he should have gotten it for for Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> where, where would you rank this among his films? Uh, I, I there's still a lot I need to see, but Def, I gave this movie a 5.5 out of 10. Not gonna lie. Uh, I I don't think that. Wait, the movie's a five and a half out of ten. What? Yeah. After everything we've said. Absolutely. I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. There's no what? reason. That was the big twist. I did not see coming. That's the big twist. Wait. Uh, so out of five, what would you give this? Like a two? Uh, I give it a three. Oh, okay, that's a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it, those it, scores aren't the same. The movie set out. <laughs> Wait, well, so you actually give it a 6 out of 10, is what you're saying. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If Five. we follow the math. Well, no, because what, 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 what do you want me to give it, a 2 out of 5? Maybe. What I mean, do you no. want to give it? It's your review. No, you give it a 2.75. But then what's the point of an out of 5 system? Okay, so out of 20... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if you give it a... You give it a 3. You say a 3 five, is... You give it a 5 and a half, and you do it out of 5, and we just round, you know... We just divide by two. Maybe A to F, or well, negative look, five to positive. Five. The man's right. giving it. He's giving it a three. You liked it. You're not gonna watch it again. I, I feel. I think Pumbaa just pulled some shenanigans to try and get a higher score. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so the movie had a story to tell, and it told it. There was no twists. Uh, it was. It just wanted to show you the brutality of nature in, in a. In a very technologically advanced way that we would not be able to, like, witness otherwise, unless we were actually there watching a bear, like, brutally uh, decimate a man. Uh, it did a very good job of, of portraying that on screen. This is not something that could have been done 20 years ago and and would have been convincing. So I, I praise... would have gotten a real bear. Unless they would have gotten had, a real, had a real, bear. A real yeah. exactly. bear kill a man. Yeah, so I praise the movie for its portrayal of how brutal nature and, like, barebone survival and greed is. It, it lays it all out there for you, very plainly. You can see just all the evils of this world. Uh, and, and, and ones and zeros, very black and white. And uh, the movie did a fantastic job of that, but there's no reason for me to watch this movie again or to buy its DVD or Blu-ray or to... Or to or to recommend a, a friend to put it on if we got nothing else to do. I think that if you have some time to kill and you want to see something really fascinating, yes, give it a watch. But I doubt anyone else will want to watch it again. Oh, I want to watch Revenant again. It sounds like a good time. Let's let's have a movie night. Uh, it's not the kind of movie for that. It's a, it's, a, it's a cinematic experience more than a movie, in my opinion. You enjoyed I've, it, I've, but it I've didn't leave a lasting times. impact. I literally don't remember it from four months ago uh t-minus four months already forgot most of it except that uh yeah it, it was good at the goal that it set out to achieve I, I, you know i think that's a pretty fair review i think a lot of people i felt that but they maybe didn't know how to how to voice it because I, I know people i'll be like like yeah like it was good i'm like oh well like i was like you sound like it wasn't good I'm like well no like like it was cool but like i don't know the story was just i don't know yeah, I'd say who are you hearing this from? Everyone, <laughs> literally everyone. I'd say it's more of an artistic piece than a movie, which is kind of strange to say because it's literally a movie. 
But I guess in my mind, a definition of a movie is something a little different. Maybe I'm being a bit too critical. It's a real possibility. But that's that's greasy movie review for you. For you. I don't know what you, give you what you want. Sandwich. Did, yes. You, you you did you have you seen it? Uh, no, no, I haven't. We oh, just okay. we, we literally just talked about that on this. I know, cast. but I was I was like I was thinking I was like, but why why recommend it if he hadn't seen it? Because <laughs> he wanted to see it. It was free on Netflix. We covered yeah. this. I know, but I just can't believe it. I can believe it. It's the sandwich. It makes sense to me. Yeah, he may, he's going to go watch it now after that great review. Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it now. Just watch Wolf of Wall Street again. Oh, okay. Yeah, after that review, after the big five and a half out of ten, I don't think I'm going <laughs> to... It's worth the money now. Oh, I definitely... If it was on Netflix still, yeah, why not? But I wouldn't pay for it. Uh, yeah, it's not worth the pirated money. Yeah. <laughs> okay well hey that's a great review i actually really enjoyed that i think sorry i stumbled over the beginning a little bit there i couldn't really find my footing i i need to watch these movies closer to when we actually record the report record the podcast well i record the podcast i you know i was i i don't know much about this film i only heard bad things but for the art piece that it it apparently is. I will watch this film, I think. You say you only heard bad things about The Revenant? The critically acclaimed Revenant? Only heard bad things. That's Dude, right. F the critics. They Who don't are you anything. talking yeah, to? I, I honestly don't really have... Grunch is sitting on his gilded tower looking down upon us. It's time to knock him down a peg. I, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, if you haven't seen the movie, watch the movie. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to stones. and I'm, never watch it again. There's no point. Sure, yeah. at least see it once, though. I'll watch it once. I I heard I, so many I, bad things, though. I think that tonight I'm going to put on Wolf of Wall Street once again, and then watch Great Gatsby right afterwards. Oh my god! Uh, watch 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 Catch Me If You Can before it, either. Oh though. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Great film. No, that's a good film. All right. Now, that's what I was going to recommend. I gotta find something else. Okay, you know, I, I was very conflicted. So next in the turn order, thank you, Sandwich, for that wonderful recommendation. It mm-hmm. certainly yeah. sparked an interesting conversation. Now go watch the movie, Sandwich. Um, yeah. I, I was really torn between two films. Well, a million films I want Greasy to watch. One is a very old film, and one is a slightly newer film. I guess technically at this point it's 20 years old. And I, I don't know if I should leave it up to Greasy to decide, or perhaps the rest of the cast, or if I should just just pick one. I feel like the cast should should decide what I watch. Okay. Do you guys want me to give him my old pick or my newer pick? Don't care. All right, Greasy. I'm Wait, gonna. Where are they? Well, I I don't want to say. I just go, or else it might influence you even more. Fine. I'm okay with that. I I'm gonna go with my gut. I gave you a Christopher Nolan film last time, if fans remember. It was The Prestige. Ah, yes, that pile of garbage. One of my favorite films of all time, and it was it decimated me that you did not like it. I'm going to go for I Broke here. I was so here. proud of that review. I'm going to go for Broke here, all right? I'm going to choose another Christopher Nolan film. Bring it on. Bring it on. And if it sucks, then I'll know to, ne- I'll know to never go Christopher Nolan again. This is one of his early, if not first, films from the year 2000. It's a crime, suspense, drama called Memento. And I really hope you like it. 
I think you can watch it for free on Amazon Prime. If I'm sure Grunch has seen this film. I'm almost positive. And I tried to watch this film like a month ago and I couldn't get it to load for some reason on the smart TV. Okay, I thought you were going to say something. Well, I got to recall. I got to get a guess a new film now. Well, if it's TV refuses to play it, that's not a good sign. But I was going to say, I, yeah. I tried to watch <laughs> it. It loaded I only the first, I've seen the first minute of the film. Yeah. That was it. I will say there is a, I don't want to give away anything about this movie. All right. It's a Christopher Nolan. So, you know, there's going to be plot twists and curving storylines and things like that. I was going to say, if, if you know, all, all of Greasy's reviews have revolved around whether there is a twist or not. <laughs> there's very much some twists to this. It's not. I won't, I won't say anything because I don't want you to think it's going to be earth-shattering or predictable or whatever, okay? All I will say is that there is a gimmick with this movie. Okay. And, and just go in knowing that there's a gimmick. And I personally had a hard time with the gimmick at first, but ended up loving it in the end. And hopefully it sticks with the rest of the cast. I highly recommend everyone watches it because I think this is a movie that when we review it, we're going to have to go full spoilers on. Let me guess. They were twins. Uh, all right new new movie uh you guessed it you did it <laughs> yeah so so i i just for the audience everyone you know memento you can watch it free on amazon prime right now amazon uh i'll take my commission cut for the people watching this movie in the next couple weeks and yeah we'll, well hold on it's 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 free on amazon now but when this episode comes out we'll wait and see yeah, yeah exactly. who knows where it'll be once the next episode comes out but we're going to go full spoiler territory, so make make sure you guys uh, watch this before then if you want to be included in the Watch With Grease Greasy movie review of Memento. And Sounds I, good. I hope you like it. I really hope you like it or else my... Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm going to have to really change up my movie recommending game because so far I'm, I'm 0 and one We'll see. Get ready for your dreams to get crushed once again. <laughs> I know. I'm really dreading not pick. I regret not picking my last one. Okay. All right, that is all the time we have today. We had some great storytelling. We had a great movie review. Next time, I think we need to delve back in to everyone's favorite Disney-themed game. I'll choose a new age. What was it called? Uh, uh, Mickey's Void. Yes. <laughs> Mickey's yes. Void, yes. I think Mickey's that was Void I... or Uncle Walt's Opinion Column. There it is. Uncle, Uncle... Walt's Opinion Column. That's what it was, yeah. Next time, oh, we're going to be jumping into Uncle Walt's opinion column. As... I have been itching for Uncle Walt's opinion column. It was such a good time last should time. We, should we tease the age just to give people something to look forward to? Absolutely not, because I, I think we're going to forget it by then. I mean, I guess we could if you want. I don't know. I mean, it's too late at this point. Might as well. Okay, okay, okay. Just tune in next time. We're going to play Uncle Walt's opinion column. We're going to cover a bunch of other stuff. Thank you for stopping on by. Follow us on at Boomba Podcast Twitter page for updates. Liking, sharing, subscribing, all that stuff, whatever platform you're on. Super helpful. We'll talk to everyone very soon. Bye, everybody. Five and a half out of ten, madness. Wow, that, yeah. that was like a yeah. that was the Jake Paul right hook out of nowhere. <laughs> the, the one, me down the one punch. punch that took me down to the ground and sent me out of the fight. <laughs> Unbelievable.